Hey guys, welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast, the only podcast where the guest picks the topic of each episode. My name is Corey Tindall. I am your host. And this week, Jesse Townsend came back to my house to talk about the 2021 NFL Draft. Um, this one, obviously, if you don't like football, you're not going to like it. So you can just turn it off now. But if you're into football, this one's great. Uh, we got talking about the winners, losers from the draft, who we think is going to be the best quarterback, and even some of the best names of people people that got drafted so uh this one was a lot of fun thanks for checking it out uh as always always appreciate when you like share subscribe the podcast and check out jesse townsend at i'm jesse townsend on instagram and twitter with that let's get into the episode NFL Draft 2021. I mean, I've I've heard people say that this was the most exciting draft ever. Uh, like at least in the last. Well, no, yeah, ever. And I guess it's hard for me to say otherwise. This is it's the first to, draft I've cared about. It's hard to argue it because three quarterbacks went at the top. That's only ever yeah. happened one other time, and that was like the year where McNabb was the only one that mattered. Yeah, right. Well, that's that's okay. So let's let's get into the QB stuff right away. Yeah. That McNabb stat I saw and it was like first 3 QBs McNabb only one not a bust. Yeah. And everyone's looking at this class of QBs right now going not going which ones which ones are going to be good. We're going they're all going to be good. Which one's going to be the best? And we know that at least two of them are going to flop. Yeah, it's crazy how like no one's picking someone to bust. Yeah. Like, you would think at least one quarterback would have haters, and the only quarterback with haters is Zach Wilson, and it's it's not because of how he plays. It's just because he looks like a douche. <laughs> like, he just he, looks <laughs> like such a fucking douche. He, lo- he, like he lo- is the most punchable face I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. He like, looks like he would go up to a group of kids in the park, steal their football, and then push them to the ground and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like his origin story for becoming a quarterback. Yeah. Was he stole a football from children, <laughs> pushed them to the ground, and went to a high school, a prep school, might I add. Oh, yeah. And became the starting quarterback. Like, that's Zach Wilson's superhero yeah. origin I mean, story. he's just got Draco Malfoy vibes. Like he just seems yeah. like a he seems like a fuck, but yeah. Apparently, I was listening to a podcast with his BYU coach, and they're like, "Nah, everyone fucking loves him." And I was like, "Yeah, hey, you see him? He's got an he unfortunate looks, face. He looks like <laughs> such a douchebag." But if you actually hear him talk and watch him on like sidelines, oh my god, is he a character with his jump man headband? Yeah, and he's just he's just gassing everyone on his team up. Yeah. He, he literally channels the Kirk Cousins, you like that energy around the clock 24-7. And you're yeah. like, yeah, I do like that. If you could just fix your face, that would be perfect. Right. I'm hoping he gets tackled like really hard and just his face gets dismorphed. And then uh, I'm like, all right, now I can like this guy. He needs a scar or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, he needs a scar or some <laughs> shit. He needs to fix his situation over there. Oh, my God. Well, so let's, let's stay on these quarterbacks. Uh, so of the five, rank them in order of who's going to have the best career. Well, I think it's hard to put Trevor Lawrence anywhere but number one. Okay. 
Because Trevor well, Lawrence, so you can you take, just, take into account what team they're they going went. to, yeah, their, yeah, co- true, their coach, true. like not their prospect, but now that we know where each that prospect is. That being said, I think the top two guys, the guys who are set up for the most amount of success is going to be Trey Lance and uh, Justin Fields. They both went into mm. teams that were, I mean, the 49ers are one year removed from a playoff, uh, from a Super Bowl loss. Right. And the Bears were a playoff team with Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, we were like, like, I'm a Penn State fan, so I have to hate on Justin Fields just (laughs) as an Ohio State guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, even I can admit, Justin Fields' floor is still higher than Mitchell Trubisky's ceiling, and I think it's going to propel the Bears to a very, very dangerous level. So... I think that's a definite possibility. I'm not saying that you're you're definitely wrong. But if you remember, like Mitchell Trubisky was taken over Pat Mahomes. He was taken over Deshaun Watson. And at the time, everyone was like, yeah. this is hands down the best quarterback. He will be the best. I will put it this way. Lamar Jackson just had a unanimous MVP. Yeah. No one is going to argue that Baltimore will be a Super Bowl frontrunner for every single season for the next five years or so. I think Chicago wins a Super Bowl before Baltimore wins one. Oh, wow. That's that's where okay. I'll put this team at. We'll I see, think Chicago uh, is going to Chicago's gonna get to that level uh, before Baltimore can. I'm I'm not gonna make that bold of a prediction. I think you could be right. So here's here's my thing with the with, way I'm making it, I don't even think it's that bold. Here's, I think it's just uh, that fucking defense, man. The I defense mean, is great. And, 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 and that's his... Allen Robinson stuck around. You saw how great Allen Robinson... No, he Allen got franchise Robinson. tagged. He didn't yes. stick around. That still means he's still uh, He's still there. Not mean, that means he was forced to stay there. Okay, well, he's so still there. So we'll see the attitude that he, right. he brings, but... So he's back. He has the best passer of his career, unless you want to argue, I don't know, maybe Blake Bortles when he had that one good season. Yeah. But easily Justin Fields, I... I would see it as Justin Fields is already the best passer of Allen Robinson's career. Allen Robinson is a stud. He has put up crazy numbers, and he has had like the least percentage of catchable balls out of like any yeah. number one receiver right. in the league. Like this guy is gonna have a great year. I mean, like I think that team's just that team was the only missing piece was a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I they, think they're they, ready. Could, they could use uh, one or maybe one more wide receiver. But so here, here's my thing about these quarterbacks, because everyone agrees like, oh, yeah, half of them could bust. Yeah. And but nobody has seemed to really pick up on the fact that like Justin Fields at the beginning of last year and even at the very end of the year after the the win at Oklahoma mm-hmm. or sorry, Clemson where he like got speared and was pretty much fucking Superman. Yeah. Everyone was like, this is the second pick in the draft. And since then he's gone down for all of his, like for his seizure stuff, for his uh, uh, getting past his first read issues, allegedly. And he dropped, he dropped, he dropped. And all we heard for three months was Justin Fields is not going to be a good NFL quarterback. Then he gets drafted by the bears and everyone goes, he is going to be the best NFL quarterback. And I'm like, which one is it? Is he not going to be a good quarterback, or is he is is he going to be a good quarterback? To be fair, I never bought into the negative hype on Justin Fields. I, I wanted either. to hate him because he's an Ohio State guy. <laughs> sure, but that's not what the national him, but, media is doing. <laughs> but 
But I looked at him and I was still like, I don't think any of this, like any of the stuff they were bringing up. I was like, I, personally, I think I'd still want him over. Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he'd still be like my number two, like most talented. Like, oh, at yeah. least from what I saw, I was like, this is the guy. Yeah. Like I would want him. That's why I think him and Trey Lance, they went to the best teams in my opinion, out of the yeah. five that got taken. Uh, I don't think Mac Jones is going to be that good. No, I don't either. I, <laughs> there's not. I, I think the Patriots took him because they were because Belichick is buddies with Saban, and they were like, fuck it, let's yeah. take a flyer on him. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think Mac Jones will be good. I am uh, – Zach Wilson, I, I don't know if he'll be good either. He's going into the Jets – I think Darnold is about to be great this year. I think Darnold's going to have a great year. I think the fact, I think the Jets is just where talented prospects go to die. <laughs> no, that's Detroit. The Jets can be number two. Because <laughs> Mark Sanchez went to the AFC Championship with the Jets. Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> yeah, that's the New York never forget. Yeah, that's the Sanchez Jets. You should never forget. <laughs> Jesus. <the> Jets. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know, but we did we did mention Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold is a huge winner in this year's draft. Yeah, well let's like, let's let's go well, into. Do you want to do? Well, yeah, do you we want to do winners. Like winners and losers? If you want. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's let's go into them early. I kind of figured we'd wrap okay. up by him, but I think it's gonna. I've got make a some lot of winners and a lot of losers. Yeah, and I feel well, like they so, would just start big conversations. Yeah. I got you. So, so so in your rankings, let's let's cap this off. Okay. You've got for quarterbacks. You got Trey Lance. You got Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is my one. Trey Lance two. The Forty Niners are better than three. the Bears. Plus Shanahan's yeah, a better play call. But I like I like Fields. And he can learn I like under Fields a little bit better than the Niners okay. though. Uh, also, the Niners had a lot of injuries, like uh, an a aggressive yeah. amount. The Bears have been pretty healthy overall as a team uh i think justin fields won uh trey lance too trevor lawrence in my eyes still the most talented out of this class but he's going to like he's, a team that just doesn't know what the fuck they're doing yeah. he's he, got he, a college coach you got four he's starting running backs or something what the fuck <laughs> yeah. are you doing like yeah. what <laughs> James yeah. Robinson just ran like a machine this year, and they're like, yeah. "Guess what? First round quarterback or first round running back?" And everyone was like, "No, why?" And then Urban yeah. Meyer was like, "Let's fucking do it." Yeah. Oh, no, he was God. actually going to be one of my losers for the draft. It's like has an, a Pro Bowl year, get someone drafted above <laughs> exactly. him. Exactly, James it's Robinson. Like, what? James Robinson had to be like. <laughs> He must have choked on his drink when he heard the news that they drafted a first-round running back. That was he was like the only high point for that team this past I know, year. I know he was like the saving grace in Jacksonville, and they were like they did what the Packers constantly do to Aaron Rodgers. They were like, "Hey, yeah. who's our best player? Let's piss him the fuck <laughs> off tonight, huh? Yeah. What if we did that, huh?" Yeah, but uh, so number three, Trevor Lawrence. Number four, uh, Wilson or Mac Jones? Number four, I'm going to go Mac Jones just because he at least has Belichick there. Yeah. Number five. I See, that's that's where I'm at with all of these. I, like, I can make an argument for or against 
each one of these guys, like Trevor Lawrence, he's, you know, the stereotypical protege next, like QB, uh, dynasty maker type guy, Zach Wilson. Like if Robert Sala is as good of a coach as everyone thinks he could be. And he like Mm -hmm. loves New York. He could absolutely be good. Justin Fields. He's got a great defense. Matt Aggie's a pretty good play caller. Like I could, I could argue for all these people, but I could also put in another, I'm about to put in another hot, very hot take here. Are you going to say David Mills for the, for the Texans? I'm going to put instead of, Five being Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's gonna fall down to number six on my list, just because Kellen, Kellen Mond <laughs> steps into one of the greatest situations. I know we, we talked about. It. We were like the Vikings are just a team with pretty much everything. We when they got yeah. on the clock, we were watching it and we were like, team needs nothing nothing like this no. is a team that should win a super yeah. bowl like <laughs> yeah. like every every position you look at you go holy shit they got a couple of studs at that position yeah and then you look at quarterback and you're like no kirk cousins i don't like that i don't like I that know. at all i think kellen mond if he's given a situation to start i think he has a higher ceiling than kirk cousins he also has a lower floor obviously Definitely. but I think he has like the perfect situation that like totally if Kirk Cousins goes down, that team could be scary. If Kellen I mean, Mond yeah. plays even half as good as he did in college, like that could be just a scary, scary team to. If you take fuck out with. the the Aaron Rodgers drama, it's essentially what the Packers did with Jordan Love. Like I don't, I don't think uh, Kirk Cousins is gonna get all bitchy like uh, also Kellen Aaron Mond Rogers was like. Did. Second or third round, yeah, and it yeah. wasn't a trade-up. Right, I don't think right, they right, traded right. up for like, come on. Jordan Love was in that same position where, like, if Rodgers yeah. was started to suck or he got hurt or something, yeah. he's got he's got a Super Bowl team around him. So so maybe maybe it pushes Kirk Cousins to that extra edge. Maybe maybe no. we see maybe we see some more of that. <laughs> you like that energy in the locker room? Maybe we see Kirk Cousins uh, go go a little crazy and get that extra push, make a Super Bowl push, or. Maybe, maybe he just gets fucking demolished yeah. by a defensive lineman and Kellen Mond gets to come in. But either way, I think his situation is just so ideal. And I just think the Jets are going to suck for a very long, long time. So I just think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the Wilson is going to either live or die based on whether they could build the Jets team around him. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's so good that he can carry just a horrible team. Like, yeah. I don't think he's Matthew Stafford, who was, like, dragging the Lions to six wins his first yeah. few years. Um, but I, if the team is good, like, if they're well coached, if they've got a good scheme and yeah. the players step it up, then then he could definitely be, like, a playoff quarterback at least. But yeah. All right, so let's let's get into uh, let's get into some winners and losers. Let's, okay, let's start with one of your winners. One of my you, winners. Yeah, what do you got? I'll talk about uh, the only Jet that's going to get any type of wins this year. No longer a Jet, Sam Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Darnold was one of the guys who was sitting at home during the draft and must have just been fucking rock hard watching it. Oh my god! Yeah. So for one. Draft day comes. Teddy Bridgewater gets traded. Yep. No longer has a quarterback competition. Teddy yep. Bridgewater's out there in fucking Denver now. He's like, oh, boom, I got the starting job. That's pretty cool. I like that for me. 
Then <laughs> draft day starts. Now the first day they draft they draft a cornerback defense, sure. The well, next ju- Justin Fields was on the board when that cornerback showed up. On or when they that's picked also the cornerback. Very true. So that's the only time Sam Dar- Sam Darnold was probably sitting there like Fuck, are they taking Justin Fields? Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Yes. So the fact that Justin Fields doesn't get taken in the first round, also a big win in for Sam Darnold. 10. But the big wins come from like second and third rounds. Mm. They get Terrace Marshall at mm. wide receiver. Yeah, LSU. Then they go tight end, Tommy Tremble, Notre Dame. And yeah. I love this guy. Yeah. Not now, he's he's a boring pick if you're like if you if you're a guy who's watching football for fantasy football reasons or that kind of thing, he's a boring pick. But he is one of the best run blockers at mm. the tight end position. And you got Christian McCaffrey back there. This That's is true. such a great landing spot for Tommy Tremble. I love that pick. That's a great point. And then they uh, they trade. Uh, I believe they moved up to grab an offensive tackle on day two as well for uh, Brady Christensen. So they got a guy to bl- <laughs> they got two guys to block for him with Tommy Tremble and an offensive tackle, and then you get another great wide receiver added into the core that already is uh, Robbie Anderson, DJ yep. Moore, and now Terrace Marshall. Like they got that good is weapons. that's a good squad, man. I'm lo- I'm loving Sam Darnold's situation this year. I think Sam Darnold is also loving his situation. I think yeah, he fucking won huge on draft day. He he definitely did on offense. I'm still a little skeptical of Carolina's defense. I don't think that mm-hmm. I think they were very average last year. And and to be honest, I don't know what they what they added in the draft. But um, that offense could score a lot. And we got to remember last year they still won. I think it was like uh, seven games without Christian McCaffrey for almost any of them. Yeah. And when when you got a guy like that, and you could still win seven, then suddenly he could. He could bump you up to 10, 11, 12, and they're not in a strong division anymore. It's just the Buccaneers that are good yeah. in that division. Drew Brees retired. Yeah. The Falcons drop 47 points a game but still go 4-12 and 12 somehow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, what Christian the fuck? Christian McCaffrey is going to have 800 yards against them. How do you have the most them? explosive offense in the league <laughs> and you're just – 33rd in defense yeah there's only 32 teams in the league you're yeah. 33rd in defense uh, there are offenses with yeah. more interceptions than you like it is <laughs> you are a tragedy on defense <laughs> oh my god um all right so give me give me a loser oh i got i got too many of those losers i mean we already talked about james robinson a little bit but yeah. like oh my god that's real tough for james him. robinson should be on suicide watch right now. Like he is. So one, as soon as Urban Meyer gets in, he goes, all right, let's bring Carlos Hyde's a free agent. Let's bring him in. Yeah. Take a, Ohio take away State some of guy. James Robinson snaps. He knows my system. This is my guy. Yep. And then you're like, fuck, I just fucking played my heart out all last year. <laughs> and now Urban Meyer got his guy. Well, yeah. I just had a fucking crazy season. He's going to go choose his guy. And then draft day comes, and they're like, oh, Trevor Lawrence, new star quarterback. I like that for me, James Robinson. I like that. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, no. Now Trevor Lawrence has his guy, his running back from Clemson. So Trevor Lawrence has his guy. Urban Meyer has his guy. Yep. Whose guy am I as James Robinson? I'm just getting fucking kicked to the curb. Yeah. When I had a Pro Bowl season, I was a top five rusher last year. 
I just won mad fantasy football teams their championships. I was a fucking stud on a garbage team. Yeah. It's not easy to be that good of a running back on a bad team. Because you're usually passing to catch up. Oh, when yeah. you're losing, yeah. you pass to catch up. You don't want to run the clock down, you know? Right, 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 right. No, I I have a feeling that Urban Meyer is going to be a, a five-star hunter. So, like, in the same way, when, when you're a college coach, you yeah. go after five-star high school athletes. I think he is almost only going to pick uh, – people who went to universities that were in the college playoff before Ohio State uh LSU Oklahoma like the big name and for and for most of the top picks yeah that's who that's where they're gonna be from but like James Robinson was an 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 undrafted free agent he doesn't have the big name to him yeah, he doesn't no, have any there's of that. a lot of guys that and i think urban of, meyer is yeah. like yeah we're not we're not doing that like i yeah. want fucking winners on my quote yeah. unquote winners on my team yeah which is why he took trevor lawrence instead of zach wilson which is why he drafted travis atn instead of keeping james robinson and robinson wasn't like a complete back he's not christian yeah. mccaffrey yeah but travis atn right now isn't either like he's yeah, kind of exactly. one-dimensional yeah, as no. well but i think uh, i agree with you on that one to go off what you're saying about like only taking big name school guys, that's what Oakland has been doing the past ever since Mike Mayock and John yeah. Gruden got. I know. Oh yeah, o- fucking Oakland, Las Vegas, <laughs> the Raiders, whatever, wherever the f- oh I fuck know they're from now. At least you're not racist with that uh, mix up. Oh, with the Washington football <laughs> yeah, team. Oh right. boy, when yeah. you flip that one, I'm gonna have to. Beep you flip it. that one, you gotta. You, you're canceled. Um, can't even call him yeah. by that name anymore. And, I, and we got to do a big argument about Las Vegas on the night because I really don't think they've gotten that much better. I think I. So here's the deal: they reached consensus. Consensus worst draft in the NFL. I disagree with this. Wow, wholeheartedly. All right. I think everyone jumped to a conclusion day one. They were like, "You, you did what? You drafted, you drafted some lineman that was supposed a third to third round lineman. Like it's supposed to be there in the third round, and you took him in the first. Uh-huh. And everyone was like, "All right, Raiders worst draft." But they got they got to steal the second round, the fucking best safety in the draft from TCU falls to them. Trevon Murray, yeah, they, they, like they were big losers day one, and then became big winners day two. They had guys fall to them. They bounced back. It evened out. I, I will say it evened out because I believe you. They got, I believe they got their second rounder on day one, and they got their first rounder on day two. They just mixed up. <laughs> like they, they still, they, they, they still got put the, the wrong talent card level. In. They still got the talent <laughs> level, but it, they just yeah. did it backwards, and it just somehow worked out for them. Because I still believe they got the best safety in this year's draft. Just because he fell out of the first round, he was supposed to go first round. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's something to be said, though, for like, hey, they could have gotten, you know, any of those later first-round guys and then still gotten that safety. Like, they yeah. could have had uh, uh, Derisaw, like the, the lineman that Minnesota yeah. took. They took Leatherhead over Derisaw, and everyone's like, what? Why would yeah. they do that? Because they could have gotten uh, – is it Leatherhead or Leatherwood? I think it's Leatherwood. Yeah. They, they could have potentially traded up and gotten him in the third round for much less value. And everyone would have been like, oh, my God, what a great pick. Yeah. Like, that was really smart. But instead, they just did everything backwards. Um, yeah. So who's – so you 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 are picking the Raiders as a winner? 
so I I put it in my notes this way. I literally put them in as uh, I put it in as the Raiders on day two were winners. <laughs> I made it very clear because gotcha. I did not want to label them as winners because I think they did botch that first rounder. I think their middle rounds were significantly better then and I think everyone just wrote them off just because they reached like two full rounds for an offensive lineman and everyone was like, What? Why? Yeah. Like I could see you reaching for a quarterback or a skills position. Right. A guy that's like, you know, that guy. Yeah. But got you know. But you're reaching that far for a lineman and yeah. everyone's like, And what? I don't even have a thing about linemen being taken that high, like because obviously as a you lion's can take fan, them as long as they're like ranked yeah. that high. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, a, like I'm pumped about Sewell, but there was uh, yeah. there was a guy in the Detroit Free Press who gave the first round pick for the Lions a D That's for the great. Stupid. And he goes, "Playmakers need to happen in the top ten. Linemen don't happen in the top 10 I'm like, "You're a fucking moron. Yeah, like you are so stupid. Yeah. The last top ten lineman was Quentin Nelson, and he single handedly makes the Colts' offense work. Yeah. Like." Philip Rivers could have died at any time last year. Big but, Q is but a Quinn beast. Nelson was blocking the entire defense all He's at amazing. one time. And like, if we can get, if Penny Sewell could do that, yeah. then then hell yeah, he's worth the top round grade. But like reaching that high for a for a lineman well, that's that, got now real that we talk issues. About, now that we talk then, about Penny Sewell, yeah, I think we should. I think we should uh, have a moment of silence for Joe Burrow's career. Yeah, so that's... That. <laughs> I mean, he's fucking dead. Yeah. He's fucking yeah. just gone. <laughs> he got murdered. He's going to have to hand off a He lot. got murdered last year. They're sitting on the clock at five, and we're all like, oh, Penny Swell, you got to protect the guy you just spent the number one overall pick on. You got to yep. protect that man, yep. especially because he just died last year. Yep. You don't want him to die again. And they were like, actually... What if we just draft Joe Burrow's best friend and let him die again? Yeah. It's like, it's it's cool for Joe Burrow because he's like, hey, I got my buddy back, but also <laughs> I'm not going to remember my grandchildren's name. Right. Like he is going, he's going to be murdered constantly. He's like, hey, I, I also like Terrence Marshall too. Like, <laughs> he's like, we can take him in the second round. We can round. take a different, hell yeah. <laughs> fucking, oh my God, dude. It was, oh, uh, it like. And I called it too. I you would not believe me at the beginning of the draft. I was like, the Bengals are taking Jamar Chase. I know I you don't to like believe it. it. I, I was know like, you don't like it, but that's what they're doing. I refuse to believe it just based on how stupid it fucking was. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't understand why stupidity surprises me anymore. We literally had a reality TV show host be the president. Like yeah. nothing crazy should surprise me anymore. But yeah. I was just like, logic tells the dumbest of dumb people. To protect the guy you just gave your the future of your kingdom to. Yeah. Like, Joe Burrow is the face of that franchise now, and that's, like, what he's supposed to be. And they're like, let's protect him. And then they're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why? Why? No, I know. Why and would you do like, that? I mean, it's it's... I get it, like, in the 90s where, like, teams would be fucking horrible for 40 years because there wasn't analytics. Nothing was on TV. Yeah. Like, you look over, you see the other team one time, they kick your ass, and you go, well, I don't know what they're doing over there, but we should try and figure it out. Now it's like, if you suck for a long period of time, like, I look at the Bengals and I'm like, 
you That's just... why coaches get fired after only like two years now. I know. Well, that was the fucking thing with the with Patricia too. But I look at the Bengals and I'm like, hey, do you guys realize you're just copying what the Lions did with Matthew Stafford when we drafted? It was like, we got Matthew Stafford. We didn't draft any linemen. But we had Calvin, we had Matthew Stafford, and then every single fucking offensive pick that we would go really high for was a running back. Yeah. And Matthew Stafford was injured for like his first three years until he eventually figured out like, oh, I have to throw the ball in one second, otherwise yeah. I die. And Joe Burrow's going to have to do the same thing, and it completely undercuts your entire offense. And like, thank God Calvin Johnson was an all-world like Hall of Famer guy because if we didn't yeah. have him, we would have been so bad for so long. Yeah, that's crazy. And the Bengals are doing the same thing. I said it to you on draft night, like – uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are the new Carson Palmer and Chad Ochocinco. Like, they might make the playoffs, but they're not fucking winning anything. I don't even think they'll make playoffs, but I think they'll be fun to watch. They will be fun to watch at the very I least. Think, I think here's my uh, biggest winner, biggest winner of the draft. Please. The biggest winner is college football fans around the world. Especially because college the football fans horrible. rejoice. You got a reunion of Jamar Chase oh, with Joe nah, Burrow. You got nah, a reunion of Devonta I, Smith I with Jalen Hurts. You got a reunion of damn near every quarterback with every wide receiver. You got Jalen Waddle with Tua. You got fucking reunions everywhere. Like if you are a college football no, fan, you are like this no, is great. I that is a this hard is disagree. Great. If you're a, if you're a college football fan, you're like, God damn it, I'm sick of watching these players kick <laughs> my team's ass because they're all top tier players and top tiers. That's the worst part about well, college a- is Alabama winning all the time. I don't want Alabama to show up in the NFL. <laughs> I want the Dolphins to fucking lose. Like, <laughs> I don't even hate Tua or Jalen Waddle. I'm like, ah, but come on. Like, I don't really? Know. The really? Eagles, the Eagles went so hard in the Alabama pool that I, I was like, fucking roll tide, baby. I was like, let's do this Disgusting. thing, man. Disgusting. Roll tide, fly, Eagles, fly, good man. Good branding. Well, so that's, that's part of this whole uh, pandemic offseason where they couldn't do, like, a lot of the medicals. They didn't have the combine. Yeah. Like, it's it's a real thing. Teams were less – they took less chances on smaller schools. Yeah. They went with – like there was a ton of – I think it was six Alabama players taken. Yeah. There was like five LSU players taken, a ton of Ohio State. Like it was all the mm-hmm. biggest name. And part of it is because they're like, well, they're at the best school, so they've got the best shot. Yeah. Where in other years people will, you know – try up a little bit the only place it didn't happen was with quarterback where they took zach wilson and trey lance over fields and mac jones but every other position was it was big college name city so that was like my real biggest winner but like in my heart this is my (laughs) biggest winner yeah my biggest winner is a guy i talked about on last year's draft episode jalen hurts no 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 He's a bigger winner than Jalen Hurts, okay. and that pains me to say because yeah. I am a diehard Eagles uh, fan. I know. But this guy might be the biggest winner in the world, not just football, just a huge fucking winner. This guy wins. Roger Goodell. No. <laughs> Brandon goddamn Ayuk, baby. Oh, yeah. Brandon Ayuk, I fucking <laughs> love this guy. Oh, my God. If you didn't listen to the podcast last year. Yeah. Boy, did I love Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> yeah, you did. I was like, oh, hell yeah. I was like, 
Jimmy Garoppolo, fresh off of a Super Bowl season, hasn't had a single bum to like. He's been throwing to bums. Yeah, like his best guy was Emmanuel Sanders, and he left. Yeah, he got out of there. I was like, I was like, he's had no wide receivers. The only like real option he had was tight end George Kittle. Yeah, but Kittle gets injured. Yeah, so I was like very high on Ayuk, and then this season happened. And uh, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, turned out to be like a one-year wonder. He was good, and then he was like, oh, what if I play every other game because of injury, and in the yeah. games I do play, I uh, suck dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, what about that? And I was like, that's not fucking cool, Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy. I was like, that's fucking garbage. I was like, you need, worse than CJ Beathard. I was, I was like, you need to feed my man's Brandon Ayuk, yeah. man. That's my guy, bro. And so Brandon Ayuk, I don't know if you know this, but I also name-dropped him on the fantasy football episode of your podcast. I drafted him. Because he was the 64th-ranked receiver, and uh -huh. I was like, oh, he's going to have a year. That he, did, man, he did okay. Okay, he was 64th He did much ranked. better than 64th-ranked. He, ranked. Yeah. he finished the year at 32nd. Beautiful. Literally doubled his yeah. potential there. Yeah. That was a good call. He's my keeper for this yeah. year. Because I he, think he'll go from 32nd up to even like higher. 12th. Because he, was, he yeah. was out here hurtling the Philadelphia Eagles with Nick Mullins thrown to him. <laughs> I know. The fact that – so the 49ers moved up from 12 to 3 to get Trey Lance. And I think Trey Lance is far and away better than C.J. Beathard, oh, yeah. Nick Mullins, and Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's better than those quarterbacks. I think he and I think, could be better than those quarterbacks. No, I think he is currently he's, better than those quarterbacks. Here's the issue with Trey I Lance. Think CJ Beathard, he's only thrown 300 passes. I think C.J. Beathard and Nick Mullins currently play at a college football level. I think Trey Lance. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Trey Lance is literally better than these guys already. Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. is the one guy you can make the case for, but he can't fucking stay healthy. I was like, as right. long as Trey Lance doesn't have any injuries, God forbid, I think Brandon Ayuk is about to be a fucking monster, man. I think Brandon Ayuk yeah. out of Arizona State, <laughs> just a fucking party school. He's still partying his way all the way through the fucking NFL. Just one of the fucking, oh my God, I fucking love that guy. Brandon Ayuk, I was very high on him ever since he came out of the draft. He, he did not really get onto the map until he hurdled the Philadelphia Eagles because everyone was like, holy fuck. Yeah. People were like, God damn, this guy can fly. Yeah. This guy can fly. Oh, my God. He had he had a couple rushing touchdowns. He had a couple receiving touchdowns. Yep. He had a couple rushing touchdowns because he was like, hey, if my bum-ass quarterbacks can't pass me to rock, guess what? I'm going to fucking take it under center, and I'm going to run it in. I think that was Shanahan's decision, not Ayuk's. No, I think Ayuk <laughs> went in there, put his dick on a fucking yeah. game plan. Uh, he was like, hey, Shanahan, give me the fucking rocks, son. The rookie was telling his coach what to do. Yeah, Ayuk went in there, uh, big dick Shanahan. I don't know what kind of Friday Lights world you like to live oh. in, but that's not what happened. That's how I picture it, Brandon Ayuk. My favorite part about the Trey Lance pick is we can objectively say he is in the best possible position to succeed, and if he doesn't succeed, then he was hundred percent. Yeah, it's hundred percent his fault. On, like Fields, Zach Wilson, uh, Darnold, uh, fucking the Trevor Lawrence. Like they if could is, all fail, no, no, and you could go, Fields, "Well, it was it's the also Jets. his fault." Nah, the, the it's Bears. It's a playoff the team. Bears, are you no, out of your fucking no, no. They are a playoff team. Dude, I watch so much Bears. I see the Bears so you often. You see them twice a they year. They had a shit quarterback. 
Well, I pay attention With to them because they're, defense. they had a great elite. defense. They have an okay running back. They had a bad quarterback, and they have one good receiver. Their O-line isn't that great either. Their offense is mediocre at best. Fields could make it better. But it's not like he's rolling into a Shanahan offense with Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle on there. Like, they don't have a tight end. They don't really have any offensive line. They have a great defense. Mm-hmm. And the, everything with the Giants is the exact same way. Like, the Giants defense is fucking awesome. But they have mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay, and that's about it on offense. And Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. and that's it on offense. Like, who knows if Daniel Jones actually sucks or not? I think he does, yeah. but... I think they should have – I think that's one of my big losers is the Giants fans. They they should be irate they didn't take Justin Fields. They I traded love, back. I was like, what are you doing? I love how – I'm an Eagles fan, so I just love the fact that we we just double-dicked down the Giants. We dicked them down twice this year. <laughs> we benched Jalen Hurts. We benched Jalen Hurts yeah. in Week 17. If we kept him in, we were beating the Washington – Football team, don't yeah. cancel me. Uh, we were beating the Washington football team. We pull Hurts out of the game. We lose to get a better draft pick. And Washington goes on to the playoffs instead of the Giants. If we beat the Washington football team, the it's Giants true. would be in the playoffs. Yeah. We were like, nah, we want a better draft pick. So the Giants don't go to the playoffs. Then we're like, hey, Dallas. I know we hate each other, but uh, fucking New York's sitting there right between us. Yeah. I think they might go Devonta Smith here. How about we uh, give you a third rounder? We jump over him, fuck over New York again. And Dallas was like, fuck over New York? Hey, Philly, I usually hate you, but let's fuck New York. Yeah. And boy, did we fuck New York because that was exactly who they were going for. Yeah. Because they traded back and still went wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think they took Kadarius Toney too early, but I think what you're – what you're not giving credit for is I think you need to be thanking the Panthers and the Broncos for taking the two guys that Dallas wanted. Cause there was a lot of rumor that Dallas wanted Patrick Sertan or uh, JC Horn. Oh, yeah, one of the and because they got taken, Dallas back was back. like, fuck it. I'll trade back and take Micah Parsons, which I think Micah Parsons is fucking awesome. Like I like him a lot. But I think that's, he's a that's great the rumor player, is Dallas but... went, fuck this. I'll trade back. I'm so mad I couldn't get one of those corners. And it, it worked out for you guys. So I think he's a great player. But even the Penn State guys that he like played with all think he's a douchebag. And I was, like, well, yeah. I was like, God, I really hope he's just a locker room nightmare. Oh, me too. Because he's on the Cowboys. Yeah. Like, I oh, really I wanted hope the he's Lions the worst. To draft him, but I hope, he, yeah. I hope he's a nightmare for the Cowboys. Yeah. I hope he's the type of guy that brings cocaine and hookers back into that locker room. Yeah. Like, I hope he really Real just, shit. just really ruins that team. I love it. I love that that era of like cocaine and hookers in the Dallas Cowboys locker room was also the era we were like, yup, that's America's team. Yeah. We were like, cocaine the, and hookers. The 90s, yeah. That's America, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What a time. Well, so give me, give me another loser. Oh, another loser? I mean, the biggest loser. Packer fans. Ah, see, Aaron Rodgers is going to be my winner, actually. Yeah. Because he was the only thing anyone talked about. Oh, my God. The biggest loser is Packers fans. Yeah. They are, oh, my God. They. Good. Fuck them. Fuck. The last 10 years, nine have been defense and one was a quarterback. Yeah. You haven't had a single first round 
offensive pick to help him out. Nope. The only guy on offense is the guy is like, hey, this guy, this, this is your future. When you retire, guess what? Yeah. He's our guy. Yeah. Like, it's fucking wild that that was their mindset. And then they didn't. So the rumors came out the day of that Aaron Rodgers wanted out of Green Bay. Like, yeah. Hey, there was rumors he might be going to Denver. There was rumors like he was going to get traded. And then the Packers were like, no, 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 no. No trades. We're fully committed to him. I go, they're fully committed. They're going to try to trade up for one of those elite three wide receivers. Or at the very least, they're going to take Elijah Moore when they're on the clock. Come and go. They're like, defense. Why? What? Dude, if I was a Packers fan, (laughs) if I was a Packers fan living in Wisconsin, I would stop eating cheese for a second. I'd fucking light a torch and storm the fucking stadium. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> these guys are doing, but they're fucking uh, morons. I don't know who's making yeah. these picks, but it's fucking idiotic. Well, so here's the thing about Green Bay. It's actually a city-owned team. They don't have an owner. They all pay taxes, and the city owns the team. Oh, my so God. So they vote in and out the president. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> you're filing your taxes at the end of the season. And there's like a rerun of like the Super Bowl on TV. <laughs> You're just like, oh fuck me, this is I'm paying to be sad. Yeah, like a percentage of my taxes is just me being sad. Well, so here's here's the it's update ridiculous. that came out today from that whole Packer story is apparently Schefter knew that Rodgers wanted out like a week before draft day and saved the info for draft day. And his his he said his reason was that. Uh, the 49ers called the GM. And as soon as that happened, he's like, well, I'll release it because everyone's going to know. But nobody really believes it. Everyone's like, you did that to put out on draft day so that you could sit in the draft day spotlight. So there's a whole controversy controversy around that because it wasn't like it, it Dude, was truly an Adam, Schefter, Adam Schefter who decided to put it out that morning. Yeah, but it's not like it was a false report. No, it wasn't a it was, false report. It was a true report that he just right. held to when it would benefit his career the most. And you're an yeah. NFL analyst. Well, you're, so you break news. I mean, if you break news on the, one of the, the biggest news days, more no, power to that's, you. That's, that's I give the, it to him. That's the integrity part of reporting. You're supposed to put it out uh, right when you find it because all he did was fuck up everyone's drafts and make it about Aaron Rodgers like it it just Mm. threw everyone into a frenzy and now what's gonna end up happening is people are gonna be like yo fuck Adam Schefter if he's gonna do shit like that then we're not gonna leak stuff to him like who you could text me I'll leak something why do we need Adam Schefter (laughs) you know like he's just a fucking guy I honestly I I know you like Woj I think those people are the most useless fucking people in sports those people are the most useless people in sports they have zero opinions they're never fucking right about anything all they do is just sit there well, Woj no, no, no. They right. don't give opinions to no. like say like I think this is going to happen. There's no skill to what they do. They sit there, they look at their phone, there and then they retweet skill. their text. There is it's skill to what pathetic. they do. There is Get a real job. Skill. That's a hobby. There is absolutely skill to what they do. They fucking leak information, so they are in the inner circle. They leak information by some, but also managing to stay in the inner circle. 
when you leak information about a team, that team's going to get pissed off with you. No, most leaks come out. Because uh, a team wants it to leak or a player yeah, wants it to or leak. Or they know, they know it's going to leak. But when, when one of the, no matter what, a leak is going to piss someone off. If yeah. they're like, if they're like, hey, uh, Aaron Rodgers wants out. Right. The Packers don't want their dirty laundry out there. Yeah. They don't want that to be news. Aaron Rodgers yeah. is like, hell yeah, I want out of here. Fucking air it out. So, but the so, Packers are probably not that thrilled that Shefty was on TV like, hey, Rodgers wants out. No, oh, yeah, and definitely not. Every Packers fan in America is like, oh, fucking fire the GM guys. Fucking, they stopped shoveling cheese down their throats for like a second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Wisconsin people do, but uh, no, that's it. <laughs> I figured <laughs> they, they drink put a cheese beer on their called head. Spotted Cow and they uh, eat cheese. And they that's, put cheese on their it. head. They must so, really. Fuck so Jesse, tell cheese. me how. So let's say I get every single number of every single front office executive in the NFL, and they yeah. want to text me leaks so that I, so that they can manipulate the media. Okay, I, I won't tell anyone. I promise I won't tell anyone who did it. It's like, yeah. okay, the team's going to hate me, but like, so what? Everyone's going to be like, well, this Corey guy, he'll put it out there. Yeah. Like, all Schefter does, all Woj does, just fucking sit there and take in information. I understand it's difficult to get to that position where everyone trusts you, yeah. but also they don't do shit. He got to the – that's a skill, <laughs> though, getting to the level where everyone trusts you. I mean, that is a skill in itself. How own. many dicks did he suck? I don't know, man. What did he do to get there? See, we don't, don't know. know. We don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. Somebody leak that. Somebody, somebody <laughs> how leak how Schefter got that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. No, I agree. Packer fans are big losers. I do think that Rodgers is a big winner, though, because yeah. now people are starting to come over to his side and the NFL is starting to, to act a little bit more like the NBA. The players can control the narrative. He... Uh, the reports now are like best chance he goes to Denver. Like it's not even a top yeah. chance that he stays in Green Bay. It's that he might end up in Denver. The thing that I don't get about him bitching though is that they have two all pros on their offensive line. The rest of their offensive line is all above average. Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the league and their defense is what keeps losing them playoff games. So like if I'm sitting there and I'm Aaron Rodgers, it's like, well, I do have talent around me. And also it seems pretty obvious Devontae the at biggest problem with our playoff run is the fact that our defense keeps getting 40 points scored on it yeah. so like i would sit there being like dude fucking draft defense give me some corners who don't suck ass no 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 so here's here is the issue they desperately need another wide receiver oh to they say Devontae do. adams is the best wide receiver in the nfl is a complete understatement because he is doing what the top guys are doing but in constant double coverage i'm not saying because there's need a receiver. not another wide receiver on the team yeah there's literally not. If you look at depth chart, it goes Devontae Adams, bum, bum, bum. Literal name listings is bum right. one, bum two, bum three, bum four. Right. They don't even give them names in Wisconsin But anymore. name any team he can go to where he's going to have three other all pros surrounding him. On his offensive line? His offensive line has two all pros, and Devontae Adams is an all pro, and he's yeah. an all pro. Like, he can go to Denver, and he's going to have KJ Handler, Hamler, and he's going to have Jerry Judy, and that's great, but he's not going to have Devontae Adams. Yeah. Like, that's that's the part that I don't understand. Is like, I'm looking at the Packers' offense. If he goes and again, to Denver, I see them a lot because the NFC North, and I'm like, dude, are you? I don't know if there's a better situation. If he goes than to Denver, this. he's not going to have a terrible offense. He'll have line. a great defense, though. 
who'll have a great defense, who'll have an okay offensive line, and he'll have multiple guys instead of one really good one. Right. He'll have Cortland Sutton. Yeah. He'll have Jerry Judy. KJ Hamler. KJ Hamler. Yep. He'll have some guys to give uh, the ball yeah. to. In Green Bay, there is one guy to give it to, and that is it. Uh, Aaron Jones is all right. He's not a pass catcher, though. Yeah, right. Like I'm, no, talk, I'm, I'm talking I'm about you. pass catchers. There is one guy that catches passes on that team. I mean, it's it's the jo- it's the Jamar Chase versus Penny Sewell argument. Would you rather have an all pro receiver? Or would you rather have an all pro offensive line? And it's like Denver is the all pro receivers, and the Packers is an all pro offensive line. So you're arguing one way for the Bengals. You're arguing the other well, way for Denver. Any, I wouldn't say any of the Denver guys are all pro receivers. Well, yeah, but your point is like great receivers in Denver. That's but I'm what saying, I'm saying you it's got like okay. More well, there's great offensive spread, line yeah. in Green Bay, which we yeah. already said is better than great receivers. Also, I'm not sure it's entirely so situation based. I think it's more of a wasted potential and so many years of mismanagement that the bridge has just been burned forever. I think that's part of it as like, well. I think he's just like, hey. I'm one of the best quarterbacks to ever play this game. The right. fact that you guys only allowed me to get one ring. Yeah. The fact that you guys couldn't build better teams around me. Like, the fact that for the past 40 years, the Green Bay Packers have had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and have only gotten two rings yeah. is fucking ridiculous. Uh, I'm not upset about it. I mean, you're not because you're a <laughs> Lions fan. But it is fucking absurd it that is. you have had two first ballot Hall of Famers simultaneous to each other. No rebuild period. I know. You've had 40 years of greatness and two rings to show for it? Yep. I mean, the Packers might be the worst franchise in football. No, they're not. They you might fun? be. No, shut the fuck they up. That was the be. dumbest thing you've ever said in your goddamn life. You have wasted two Hall of Famers. So d- they won two Super Bowls. You're you're comparing them to the Browns, to the fucking Lions, to the Jaguars, hey, to hey. the Panthers, to the Texans. Like we're talking about garbage teams, and you're saying the Packers might be the worst. You're out of your fucking mind, fucking Max Kellerman over here, <laughs> fucking Stephen A. saying dumb shit just to trigger people. It worked. <laughs> you triggered me. That was dumb as hell. <laughs> I think they're the worst managed. You team. are so stupid. <laughs> hey, I'm kind of an expert. I might have to cross out kind of. I might have to. I might have to cross, yeah, cross out cross kind a, of. You cross, moron. Cross out I'm expert. Just a fucking expert. Uh, cross out expert. You're just kind of. You're kind of here. That's what you are. No, I swear though. Okay, maybe, maybe I took my point too far there. Look, I get carried away. I met Max Gellerman one time. Very short. Yeah? Really? He's tiny. He's like 5'7". Yeah. It makes sense why he's always yelling now. Yeah, he's, he's got a Napoleon complex. He does. Little baby Dick Kellerman. Yeah. But, anyway, <laughs> come on my podcast, Max Come Gellerman. on the podcast, Max. It's <laughs> being called Baby Dick Kellerman. Oh, man. But no, I think I might have just took my point and ran with it too far they're probably not <laughs> I see, I see not the worst point. franchise but the fact that you had brett Favre, i know and then immediately right. get another first ballot hall of famer to take over for him you yeah. have 40 years of greatness and two championships to show for it is ridiculous just a terribly managed team uh for a long time now yeah 
No, I, I agree with you. My only point is that if he thinks it's going to be better somewhere else player-wise, he's going to be disappointed. Yeah. At least on offense. Like, I get the wide receiver thing, but, like, mm-hmm. the Packers offensive line is the best in the league, and that's really hard to – it's not the best player in the league. Quentin mm-hmm. Nelson's the best offensive lineman, but combined, it's really hard to, to match that anywhere else. Like, yeah. But anyway, so give me give me another winner. Oh man, I uh, let's see, who else do I have? Well, we got eight minutes. So if you got a big topic you want to talk about, like I got, I got, I got another winner. I got another. Give me the one you want to hammer home. I got another winner, and this one is just, just pure, just pure happiness. This isn't even like a football level type of deal. This isn't. This is just the Bills Mafia. Yeah. Just got even more Bills Mafia er. Yep. They drafted a guy with the greatest name in the draft. They drafted the best name. They drafted defensive end from Wake Forest, Boogie Basham. <laughs> Boogie Basham. Straight out of the that 60s. Is, that is that is the guy for Bills Mafia. That's true. You hear you hear Boogie Basham just sacked a quarterback. Yeah. You want to slam yourself through a table. Yeah. Boogie Basham? What's Boogie going to do? He's going to bash him. He's going to bash him, <laughs> baby. Dude, oh, my God. What a great name for a defensive end. I Boogie know. Basham. <laughs> that is amazing. I don't he know got, how I missed he that. He got drafted, and I was like, oh, am I a Bills fan now? I love the Bills. All of a sudden, I just want to get drunk and jump through tables. I, <laughs> I hear that name, and I'm like, I want to make mistakes. Well, if you if you listen to the, <laughs> the last podcast we did, the White Trash winner, it sounds like you didn't need Boogie Basham's <laughs> to, to get into the mood decisions. to break tables and do stupid shit. <laughs> But I'm glad he could help. It's very true. (laughs) But Boogie Basham, though, I am cheering for this man full-heartedly. Like, I am – like, even if the Eagles play against the Bills, I'm going to be like, all right, who who injured Jalen Hurts? Oh, it was Boogie Basham? Ah, whatever. Who cares? Ah, fucking Boogie. I think his real name is like Carlos, but like, yeah, they were like, they were like, maybe, maybe that's why I didn't hear. This. They were like, welcome to the Bills, Boogie Basham. And I was like, what? <laughs> I think Adele read it off as like Carlos Basham Jr. or whatever. <laughs> and then, uh, and then like once they like put it up on like the, like a prompter and stuff, like at the bottom of the screen, it said Boogie Basham. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. It. I was like, this man's name is Boogie. That's great. I was like, <laughs> I'm really mad that I found out his real name is Carlos though. Cause I really wanted, <laughs> I really wanted that kid to drop out of his mom and his mom go, yep, he looks like a Boogie to me. <laughs> Just points at a newborn baby. <laughs> and goes, Boogie. <laughs> That's a boogie. <laughs> also, so if anyone's listening, we need to take away Jesse's naming rights if he ever has a kid. He's gonna name it something fucking stupid. Also, also, I saw there was a junior at the end of his name, and I was like, his father is Boogie Fashion Senior. <laughs> That shit. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> fucking dying. <laughs> like father, like son. Oh my god. <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. Boogie Basham doesn't sound like a real guy though. No, he, he sounds, sounds like, like a cartoon. Moon. <laughs> he sounds like Jackie Moon. He sounds like he would play for the coked up cowboys <laughs> and just literally do a line He's- while like like fucking he would go down fucking in position and snort a line off the fifty yard yeah. line. He just he sounds like a character in Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> I'm going to bash him. Yeah. <laughs> he was just... Oh, my God. The amount of uh, joy that that draft pick brought me was excellent. amazing. A hidden, hidden gem of the draft. Yes. All right. I think we got, what, four minutes left? Okay. I think we have to talk about the fact that the Eagles and the Lions both had two of the best drafts in the league, and I'm so happy Crazy. with everything that they did. Oh, just, my God. Just, I was, so, we got fucking kneecap biters. That is kneecap biters, our baby. fucking theme. I love gonna it. Knock us down. We we're going to bite off a kneecap gonna, on our way down. We're going to get back up, bite a kneecap off on the other way. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, my God. That Dan was, Campbell's great. That was how you reset a team. You uh, let your skill players go like Kenny Galladay, and you fucking build up the trenches so that yeah, next year, after we need a quarterback because Jared Goff is going to suck, yeah. he can walk right into an immediate good offensive line, and we don't have to worry about him yeah. having what Joe Burrow had happen. It's yeah. so easy to draft wide receivers. I There's was wide very, receivers in the fifth round that are fucking – Stephon Diggs I was, was a fifth I was very rounder. tempted to say biggest winner of the draft, me. I was very tempted to say that. It might have been, as, I was thinking about doing me too. As, a, as an Eagles fan, I was just, dude. Also, I was, I was the Eagles fan. I think everyone, if you're an Eagles fan, you were this guy. But the second Carson Wentz got to like week six and had twice as many picks as he did touchdowns, we were yeah. like, oh fucking, send this guy to Indianapolis. Fucking get rid of this guy already. No boy. I was calling for Jalen Hurts. I ordered my Jalen Hurts jersey while he was still on the bench. I know. He changed his number from two to one. I got that rookie jersey now. Uh, I was go. like, I'm oh, fucking A1 since day one, baby. Me and Jalen Hurts, we go back, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking on the Jalen Hurts hype train. Yep. All in on him. He gets a start. He looks pretty good. Yeah. Because he comes in, and we've been hearing the same excuses for Carson Wentz all year long. They're like, ah, Carson Wentz had an MVP season. It's just uh, his old line's not healthy enough. Uh he doesn't have good wide receivers uh, healthy right now. Deshaun Jackson, Alshon, they're both injured. He doesn't have people to throw to. His line's not healthy. Jalen Hurts steps in. He's scrambling in the pocket. Yep. He's he's giving Travis Fulgham a fucking... Cut from the Lions. Cut from the Lions. He's giving him multiple hundred-yard scrimmage games. Yep. You're like, get the fuck out of here. Yep. He's making nothing. He's making something out of nothing, and you're just like, dude, how can I not be hyped for Jalen Hurts? Yep. And he was doing it with the same excuses that Carson Wentz had. A not healthy offensive line. Wide receivers that weren't, quote, good enough. Like, dude was a... Uh, I just tried to air quote on an audio only podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, quote, I had to fucking put that in there. I'm a moron. How have I been on kind of an expert four times now? I've been Emph- on this podcast too many times. This is on the kind of, I mean, you keep wanting to do football yeah. shit. It's the fifth, fifth True. time. You're yeah. losing track. I'm losing track. I can't even count to five, no, Corey. No. How am I an expert? I know. Oh man. You need new standards, my guy. <laughs> But get better standards. You keep at- showing up at my house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I told you where I live. You're like the cat coming back for food. Just, except it's a I podcast. I just knock mic. on the door. I'm like, give me time. 
Uh, oh, no, I think I I don't think the Eagles and the Lions are going to be good this year. But I think what they both did, and we'll kidding? wrap up on your your Eagles final are going undefeated, this, baby. I think they set themselves up so nicely to really take advantage of next year's draft and then really oh, yeah. start to go on like a huge run. And I think in two, three years, if everything goes as planned, you could see the Lions and the Eagles playing each other in the playoffs because they have set the foundation. And yeah. now it's just a matter of like, can they get the skill guys yeah, the fact we got to multiple, make it to the playoffs? Multiple first rounds next yep. year is pretty dope. Yep. Well, it could be multiple first if Carson Wentz plays most of his. Right. But – uh. Yeah, All right, dude. Final, final thoughts. Final 2021 thoughts. 2021 NFL draft. What do you got? Final thoughts. I stand by everything I said. I am going to recant a little bit about Zach Wilson. You think he's now number five? He's better than Kellen I Mond? Think, I, I think he might. <laughs> so, Kellen Mond did walk into one of the greatest situations. He did. But, like, the more I think about it, Zach Wilson might not be. It's just hard to think of anyone on the Jets as a winner. Yeah. You know, that's why I didn't put him in my winner's category. But, like, I think about it. The Jets moved up nine spots. They had two first-rounders. Yeah. They moved up nine spots for an offensive lineman. Yeah. They're doing what they didn't do for Sam Darnold. Yep. They're starting to build for this guy. They're not trying to win now. Yeah. They're not trying to win now. They're trying to build around Zach Wilson. Also, like, if you look at the rest of that, like – uh they also got Elijah Moore in the second. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty good... That's a good weapon. Yeah, that's a good weapon to have. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, that's 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 what the I, weird thing, is there's so many quarterbacks in this, and like, yeah. you were saying this earlier, no one's saying any of them are going to bust, but obviously Half someone of them has are. to. At least two of them are. Odds are two of them are going to bust, which, is, which has been my point. Like, I have no idea which ones. Fuck it. I'm going to double down. I think the Jets are building around Zach Wilson. But once again, it's the fucking Jets. He's going to be a true. bum. <laughs> He's going to be a bum. The coach is going to be a bum. Not know how to use the bum quarterback that they just drafted. Yep. Elijah Moore, good talent. Probably going to be a bum. He plays for fucking Jets. Yep. I was like, I, yeah, the Jets are just garbage. I agree. If you, if you are... Remember when they were like tank for Trevor and then people were like, oh, he might go to the Jets. And they were like, Trevor should stay for his senior year. <laughs> That's how bad the Jets are. Yeah. You avoid millions of dollars yep. to not be a Jet. That's a good point. I think we'll end on that. Zach Wilson, bust. Bust. Jesse, bust. where can they find you? Uh, you, you can got find shows me coming on, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, at Greenwich Village Comedy Club every Thursday night at 9.30. Nice. Uh, we're, I'm trying to get a bi-weekly uh, Friday show going um, somewhere yeah. else in the city. Uh, if you want information about that show, you can follow me on Instagram at I'm Jesse Townsend. I have the same uh, handle on Twitter at I'm Jesse Townsend. Go follow me on there. Sometimes I'll make tweets that are offensive to famous musicians and I'll get death <laughs> threats. And that's always a good time. Yep. Uh, yep. I once had a tweet that I had to delete because uh, someone was like, hey, can we use this in a BuzzFeed article? And I was like, I'm deleting this tweet and not logging on to Twitter for another week. <laughs> 
Uh, so uh, well, go follow me on Twitter. Buzz, what, Buzz I'm Buzz Buzz <laughs> what I'm saying is it's a good time. What I'm saying is it's a good time to follow me on Twitter. It is a good time. You want to see my tweets before they get deleted and not put into articles. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, go listen to the last episode we did. Jesse Townsend's yes. White Trash winner. Jesse Townsend being white trash episode i think 11 way back at the beginning of the podcast that was that uh, i think that might be my favorite podcast i've one, ever recorded that one was excellent i brought in a couple amazing, of stories that were just amazing stories yeah that one was a good time um, just, but yeah go listen to him uh come to greenwich monday and saturday nights when i'm there links at lincoln bio all that other stuff um but jesse Thanks for coming on again. We're doing two in essentially one week, so I appreciate you yeah, keep yeah, making yeah. the trek over here. We'll do another yeah, one like for the fantasy football, fantasy when it football, comes back. Hell yeah. where you pick your your all time sleeper I, I, that I'll I draft. Was pretty good on you my sleepers right. last year. You did all I, right. I, I pitched. I pitched the rookies out of last year. I said yep. Chase Claypool and Ayuk are guys to keep your eyes on. And they did well. Boy, did they both do they good for well. fucking rookies that were not the top build rookies either. Yep. yep. Well, so. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Let's do this again soon.